Welcome to MVP. We are Sports Illustrated. Charlotte Wilder. <laughs> you already mixed that stuff. Let's start over. <laughs> no, isn't that right? You said Sports Illustrated. Charlotte Wilder. Like not like possessive. Sports <laughs> Illustrated. It was. It's not a big deal. It just made me. Let's laugh. just leave this in. Let's just have okay. a hey Jess. Hey, hey <laughs> How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm all right. I think I have allergies. Oh, spring allergies. I is it sports? Doesn't feel like sports. Just feels no allergies. Bad. Allergies are actually the worst. Oh, a very God. underratedly awful part of the season. Yeah, because I'm so excited. It's spring, and then I walk outside, and I'm like, I'm gonna collapse. There's pollen inside my sinuses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually, I don't have spring allergies. You don't I have fa- very bad fall allergies. It, what's the di- like? What are the different seeds or pollens? Do we know? I think pollen is the the big spring culprit, I think. And I think in the fall, you get like a ragweed mold. Hayseed. Hey, hey, I don't know. I'm just no. saying this could be a good aggro fact for a future segment. Yeah, let's keep let's put a pin on okay. this for okay. next week. Okay, we're going to talk about uh, allergies. Yeah, uh, we got a great show today. A bunch of sports stuff has happened yeah. per usual. What do we got, Jess? We're going to talk about March Madness, the Alliance AF, RIP. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some NBA news. We're going to roast the NFL draft hats. Oh yeah, and in segments, we're going to talk about milk. We have the Mike Trout fan club. It's back, mm-hmm. and we might cancel booing. And we also have a really festive underrated. Yes, I'm very excited. Uh, well, let's get right into it. Let's talk March Madness. Uh, we had some... The final fours are set. Yeah, the final fours are set. So for the men, we've got Michigan State, Texas Tech, Auburn, Virginia. And the women, we have Baylor, UConn, Jessica's own, Notre mm. Dame, and Oregon. Yes. Um, I two, think- two two seeds and two one seeds in the women's tournament. Yeah, I mean, that Oregon... Uh, Mississippi State game. Did you watch any of that? No, I didn't. It was, was unreal. It? Sabrina Inescu is just, she made me want to be better, just like in general. Well, if I may uh, talk about my own game that I watched this week. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Notre Dame-Stanford game. Yeah. At halftime, uh-huh. things were not looking not great for Notre Dame. And then, how much, Do you remember how much they were down by? They weren't. I don't know if they were down. They were, might have been only up by like two oh, points okay, or something. Okay. I don't really remember the score, to be honest. Um, but they scored like 58 points in the second half or 68 that's, points. Like they ended unreal. up winning by 10, I think, or 12. Um, I don't know. But it was a really close game for the first half, and I was a little bit nervous. But yeah. Muffet McGraw is a great halftime adjuster, and they came back and they... S- She's so cool. I saw... Stanford. I think Lindsey Gibbs at... Um, Oh God, where does she think progress? Think progress. Yeah, yeah, wrote about um, wrote a profile of her and how she was like, I'm not hiring men anymore. And yeah, I was like, Muffet. Yeah, <laughs> that is an entire mood. That is my entire 2019. Yeah, mood. her staff is all women and a lot of former players that came back to work for her. It's, it's pretty so cool. cool. I, I really, I really like Muffet a lot. Yeah. Um, well, I'm psyched for this. Uh, I'm probably I, if they sold Sabrina Ionescu jerseys, I would definitely. Well, she wouldn't profit off her. Life, I know. So. so I'm gonna wait till she goes to the WNBA <laughs> and then I'll buy one. But she just hit every single three and afterwards she gave this incredible um you know and they were asking like how'd you feel during the game whatever she was like well I just wanted to make it and I was going to make it and then we were done we're not going to overtime she's like so she got so cocky and I love Oregon would be a good uh that's what I want a good final I don't I I'm a little nervous Notre Dame has to play UConn but I know we can beat UConn because we beat them last year yeah um, but we lost to them earlier this season, so I don't know. That'll be a good the, – the thing that I dislike is that the women's play the Final Four games on Friday nights, and I wish I that they played on Saturday during the day, mm-hmm. and then the men played Saturday at night, and then the women played – and the men played their, like, 
final games different days. Yeah, I agree. I think it's. Stupid I do like that having the women's it. championship on Sundays. That's the one thing that I think makes sense about the way they've done right. it. You know, like but you I have don't the like having the final and the Monday. on Friday. No, I agree. Yeah. I think I think you're right that it should be earlier in the day and then Sunday night for the yeah, women. Maybe. Yeah. But back to back games, I don't know. Last year they had the women on on a Sunday night that was also I think the first night of Passover, so I was like streaming the game I think on my phone. It was on Easter Sunday. Yeah, which no, was No, no, wait. wait it was the it was the first night of Passover cuz I was like watching it I was watching at, at the, the Seder airport. table <laughs> under on my phone and I was like this feels blasphemous, but also I can't miss this. Well, yeah, because <laughs> it's a Catholic school and you're Jewish. All right, there you go. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, who do you want to win for the men? We've got this is a I think this surprised a lot of people that do I mean I don't know. Lost. Duke. Well, it was all freshmen, but well, it was still Zion. Yeah, I was still surprised. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't surprised. The the Virginia Tech game and the UCF game, right, were both really close. I would have been shocked if Duke had like blown those teams out of the water and then lost to Mississippi State. Yeah. But it was like they were just barely holding on. Well, the whole time. now everyone's like, "Well, Coach K, his team got worse during the tournament. Is he really a good coach? Like he was, he didn't win a championship. I'm sorry, with that's like an one unreal. of the best, <laughs> one of the best players of all time. Like, yeah, but I, I, he's only made two Final Fours in like 15 years or something like that." People forget that. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. I just, I guess my feeling with Zion is like uh, there were times during the MSU game where I was like, is he the only one trying? Like, it, I really felt like his team just sort of did not carry as much weight as they could have. Sometimes I'm like, uh, yeah, Zion didn't make the championship. Also, LeBron James didn't make the playoffs this year. There needs to be more than one really, really good guy on the right. court. At it's times. a team sport. <laughs> like, yeah. what? Um, I was so I was really cocky about it though about Duke that I I made a bet with a friend that um, if Duke lost, I would have to Instagram a picture of myself in a Michigan State T shirt. Don't wear a Michigan State T shirt. Well, I'm, it was a bet. Don't do I it. can. I'm allowed to say I lost a bet in the caption, but this is after I just went on a rant about how Michigan State is the only team I yeah, rationally hate. I see. Okay, so how I'm doing this because I'm. I we've talked about this before. I don't watch a ton of uh, college basketball, right? Um, so I don't really know too much about any of these teams per se, other than you know the things that your average fan would know. I don't have any real insight to who's going to win. So I think I'm just yeah. going to base who I want to win off of if they were all college football teams. Um, <laughs> That's a really good way to do it. So what do you feel? So, okay, so if Michigan State, you know, if this was the college football playoff, uh-huh. Michigan State, I, I don't want a Big Ten team to win. No. Virginia, uh, I don't I don't really like how their offense doesn't score a lot of points. I want an exciting couple games. Wait, are you talking basketball or football now? <laughs> well, both. Both. I was like, because that could apply to either. Both. Uh, I don't, but I, at the same time, I'm like, ah, like an ACC team. Okay. Maybe, but I'm not sold. Yeah. Uh, Auburn definitely do not want an SEC team to win because they'll just be like, Oh, we're good at, we're good at football and basketball. Right. This will go to, if if Auburn wins, it'll go to SEC fans heads faster than. Well, and I hate how SEC fans like cheer for their own conference. Like you, (laughs) and like, I know I just said Virginia's in the ACC, so I kind of like them, but that does, I'm not cheering for them. Like. It's it's not. SEC, it I don't have the same a, blind loyalty right. to like teams that my school rivals. Like that doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess Texas Tech is really the only school that I would be happy for the them if they won because I really liked the air raid offense of the late twenty tens okay. with Graham Harrell and Michael Crabtree. The, okay, those were the the most fun college football games, and that was a 
those were fun. That was a fun season. So I'm, I'm be, with you. Be good I've, for them. I think that that's a really solid uh, strategy. I'm. The problem is with hating Michigan State is that I really like Matt McQuaid, the little guy with the neck beard. Mm. I just think that he did this one circus dunk. So, but I'm kind of. I feel when I was little, I had this Virginia T-shirt I really loved. So I'm tempted <laughs> to just like go all in on Virginia. Is that Cash, Cassius Winston? He's the guy on Michigan State that's really really good. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I feel like the Michigan State. I mean, the thing is, they're a fun team, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not I'm not crazy about yeah. them. Uh, Obviously, on the women's side, I want Notre Dame to win. Yeah, for sure. Defending and champs. I would... Well, I mean, since I, I, you know, I'm an honorary degree from yeah. Notre Dame, I have to pull for them. If I weren't, I would be rooting for Oregon. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we touched on this a little bit with Zion being done, but um, he's done. He's going to the NBA. He can. He can well, get paid you now. never know. Maybe he'll come oh. back. <laughs> didn't, didn't he say in his press conference like this might be the last time our team ever plays together again? And he it's said like, might, or he said like probably <laughs> will be. And I'm like, Dude, okay, like, buddy, come on. We all know you're not gonna right. Freaking play in college again. So here's my question for you this is something that i've been obsessed with after the whole nike after zion's nike shoe exploded during mm-hmm. the unc game i have just been really obsessed with what shoe deal he's gonna choose mm. and i read a bunch about this and you know in when he was in aau adidas sponsored his teams right and nike duke is obviously a nike school right and what what would you do what if brand, you were Zion? What, what brand, brand would, would I you? Pick? Yeah, I mean, I think you just go for the highest bidder, right? But do you th- do you think that you'd be able to get more money out of Nike because they have more to prove that, like, because well, they? I think mm, I don't really know a lot about like brand market shares and stuff like that. Yeah, I do know that like uh, when LeBron was picking between his uh, his shoe deal when uh-huh. he was going to the NBA, Reebok I think was the was bidding higher than Nike, but he just like <laughs> straight up didn't really like Reebok shoes. That's so a good it kind of just comes down to your personal preference. Like if if Zion like thinks that the Nike shoes are better basketball shoes, I think yeah. you just go with who you like. And Nike's probably gonna pay him more money because they're Nike. That's such a good point. I never really thought about this in terms of the actual product. You know, like yeah. I, I, you forget that these are like also they have to wear the actual. Well, shoes. it's like Lonzo and his BBB shoes, uh, right. and like he <laughs> he like twisted his ankle seventeen times, and they're like maybe it's because your shoes are bad, but like who knows? Right. I feel um, Reebok would be <laughs> Reebok would be such a funny like if after, imagine if LeBron yes. went with Reebok and then was the face of Reebok, and then now we're be saying ten years later, like or twenty years later, what sixteen years? I don't even know. We're saying like, oh, is LeBron, is uh, Zion gonna go with Reebok and follow LeBron, or Seriously? is he gonna go Adidas? Or they have been coming New Balance out with some fire sweatshirts recently. Who Reebok? Really? Like really old school nineties, like so my jam. Oh wow. I know. Reebok used to do the uh, Steelers jerseys like way back in the day. So I oh, have really? a, I think I have a Reebok Steelers jersey. Okay. Like, Troy Palmolo jersey. Oh that's that's a pretty good one. Yeah. They I feel like there's we're in this resurgence of like champion Fila. Oh champion, you know, if you're Reebok. Like a, a vintage uh vintage seller yeah the champion is huge yeah right um, our podcast producers like hell yeah. brandon's oh yeah it. i have a i have a few vintage champion jerseys mm-hmm. myself you, what are they what do you have um let me see i have chris weber's uh bullets jersey i have rasheed wallace's blazers jersey oh damn nice i have an anthony mason Knicks jersey and i have a penny, all- Ar- penny hardaway are those all- oh champion. are those all champion yep damn charlotte has a penny hardaway jr Knicks jersey right do i 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> no one, no one has, no one has that. No one Jess, has that. that. Was I, one I, of those I thought you meant Little Penny. I'm like, Little Penny has a jersey too. <laughs> that was that was so specific that I was like, Am I forgetting that I own this? <laughs> uh, I was like, I have a Muggsy Bogues jersey. Another thing about the shoe fiasco, I read that Zion's busted Nike shoe is like missing or something. No one knows where it is. Really? And if they were to find it, it could be worth up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Holy shit. What? Like on the, yeah, like someone could auction it off and it could go in like a museum somewhere or some oh. private collector could keep keep the shoe. $250,000? Historic significance, which is like, what? Like the guy's not even like, how is Give it? Give it a second. How is it worth <laughs> that, right? I'm like, how is it worth that much already? Also, some things like this crack me up about sports because I'm like, it's literally a broken shoe. <laughs> right? And it's probably, no one probably knows where it is because the trainers probably threw it the fuck away because everyone was like, it's a broken shoe. Let's just like, who, who cares? I bet I would think that Zion would have it somewhere. No, I would hold on to it. Someone asked him where it was and he's like, you got to ask the coaches. And then the coaches were like, I don't fucking know. It's oh a broken God. shoe. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, speaking of broken stuff, um, mm-hmm. the Alliance AF, technically known as the Alliance of American Football, um, is no more as of Tuesday. They have suspended all operations Did, as of Tuesday. I read I read so much about this last night. I am the, like there are some teams were practicing and heard like found out from the news Mm. allegedly that like someone that they read like the sports business journal while they were practicing someone saw a tweet and they were like oh i guess we're canceled and the coach was like this is why we don't let you check your phones during practice (laughs) and they were like you you're not even paying me for my for my they didn't even like play pay for players tickets home and like i read that did you see their statement whose statement the aaf yeah the one bill polian made or the one that was in the email to the players the email, I think. Yeah, I read. I read them both. Right. Yeah. What What was the Bill Polian one? I think I missed. Uh, that. Well, basically, so we should just explain what happened. Yeah, yeah. Quickly. Sorry. So the alliance was founded by Charlie Ebersol and Bill Polian. Basically, they were like the co-creators of it. Um, and like two weeks into the season, they needed a cash infusion because they were running out of money to. They pay. couldn't make payroll. Well, so Charlie Ebersol claims that that was a clerical error and that it wasn't that they were out of money like oh. one weekend and no one really knows the truth, I guess. I'm sure this will all come to light in like litigation oh, yeah, that will ensue. Sure. <laughs> but anyways, so this guy who, whose name is Tom Dundon. Dun Dun. How do you spell it? D U N D O N. Like, dun dun. like your league is done done like how done is the AAF <laughs> it's, it's done it's done, done. <laughs> um, so he owns the Carolina Hurricanes okay uh, he came in and was like I will invest 250 million dollars into the AAF that's so, that's sorry so alliance money. yeah right um, and then it turned out that he was actually just going to provide a line of credit for them and pay them incrementally so he wasn't gonna oh. say like here's 250 million dollars like here's a 250 million dollar check like spend it right go to town right <laughs> like here i'm gonna basically fund you incrementally so i'm sure that yeah that led to problems because they couldn't pay certain people right i'm not sure i'm speculating but anyways um so in get, providing this cash infusion tom dundon basically somehow became the majority shareholder slash like acting leader of this league mm-hmm. and was able to make decisions now and take kind of took power away from the co-founders i suppose but again that's all like very legally fishy no one has seen documents that are saying like he is the acting right chairman of this league now i I think so um he wanted to broker a deal with the nfl 
PA. Okay. So that NFL players could play in the Alliance and make it a true developmental league. Like, like practice squad players? Uh, like Or players, literally anyone. Yeah, like players on NFL rosters. Like So like, you know, the 58th man on your roster. Oh, oh, oh. I, sorry. I, for a second, I was like, how would that work? But obviously, like, the Alliance is in the NFL offseason. So like, you right, could have but, guys from... Like right. lower guys on teams go play. Right, like fucking Aaron Andr- Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, Aaron, Aaron Andrews. Aaron Rodgers isn't going to go play in the AF, but like no, your right. fourth string running right. back could okay. hypo- hypothetically. But obviously, the NFLPA is does not want anything to do with that because if players are playing in the off season in this developmental league, they're not going to be covered by the NFLPA's right. like um, injury and liability insurances that they have for their players like they won't be protected anymore basically so if you're a player and you're like i think this developmental league will help me you know get a roster spot next season but i'm basically on my own if it doesn't i won't be protected by the league the league and the league minimums if i end up on ir etc like that's a problem because so what it's not baseball like the chances of getting hurt maybe i mean baseball. oh yes no you know it's not nearly right anyways so what happened was this Tom Dundun person and the NFLPA couldn't reach an agreement on Monday. And Tom Dundun then decided that because they couldn't reach an agreement, he was going to suspend all operations in the league because he, he a, was, okay. I guess, using maybe he was using it as a negotiation tactic. I'm not really sure. But basically, everyone was shocked that he did this. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the two guys who basically founded the league were shocked and they were they completely disagreed with him. That was what Bill Polian's statement was saying. Like, you know, we we didn't think that we needed to suspend operations. Like, we they weren't bankrupt basically. Well, they like were, they were still they still wanted to finish the season. I think there were there's two or three weeks left in the regular season, um, and they still have slots on CBS. Like, they were supposed to play two games on Sunday before the final four on CBS, which wow. would have been obviously you know a big deal. So I yeah, and they they were like already doing some pretty intense cost cutting measures too before this. Like, well, yeah, it's a Breer reported first that only coaches and players were allowed to eat on the team plane. Albert Breer, sorry, at SI, uh, doctors, trainers, equipment guys weren't fed, and then that the night before the game, team dinners were eliminated, so players got thirty bucks per diem instead. Like things were clearly tight and then to just it's so bizarre to me that you would call this off over the nfl like what like why die on that hill i think that the problem what and i obviously i'm not an expert at this i've just read read a lot about it um the problem was that the league the when they founded it they had this plan like this three-year plan to stand up the league and then figure out how to make it like you know revenue generating Mm -hmm. profit generating so that they could increase profits and then you know start doing all of the things that would make it an appealing league to work for and join and stuff and like at this point they hadn't gotten that yet because they still were brand new and right didn't have you know the the buzz yet and like the the viewership and the audience that they needed to well, you do can't, that like develop a huge but fan base and in, in know, like six weeks two yeah two months and i think i think they were maybe getting there like i i know that they're their ratings weren't bad. They were they were outperforming certain NHL and NBA games, and CBS was moving them into these pretty desirable yeah. slots for their games. So I think like maybe they were getting there. And I know that like a lot of people really liked the games. Maybe not enough people, but again, it was a young. It's a young league. I mean, 
if I'm being honest, like I'm really surprised it ended this quickly. I thought that we were going to get, I, first of all, they had the championship set to be in Vegas. And I think that that, and you know, with a league that's basically designed for betting, I thought that that was going to be a huge draw. I was kind of excited about it. I was like, I want to see how they can put on this sort of final, you know, final games. Like this is the most buzz they're going to get. And it seemed to be more promising than any developmental league or any sort of thing that we've tried with football that isn't the NFL and isn't college football in a while. Yeah, and I think what what people are now speculating is that this Tom Dunn Dunn (laughs) fellow came in and basically put in the $70 million investment so that he could write it off and then control the technological technology and like app development thing that mm. they were developing the ga- sports gambling yeah 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 app that they've been developing but i was also was that the one where you could like bet on individual plays and yeah, stuff yeah i think so okay. um but i also heard that that may not that may not be the case because the aaf was developing that with mgm resorts so they might have okay. some ownership over that like ip okay. it's all very complicated well, as you can tell yeah what was interesting to me is in the statement they were like you know we'll call you got to to staff and personnel they were like you know we'll we'll call you if season two comes together i was like oh okay so are these guys just like sitting around being like hey maybe this will work again like well that's the sad part is that a a lot of people lost their jobs and a lot of football players are now like where do we play now like what do we do do we just give up like Like they had full rosters they got a lot of guys it's so hard to do that there were over 450 players like when i yeah when I talked to, I forget what his last name is, someone, Brian, who was trying to start that spring league last year or two years ago. Do you remember that? He was like, he was trying to start this league and they were only going to play like four games each. And it was going to be sort of an XFL model where the league owns the teams instead of franchises. I guess an That's AAF what, model uh, too. Yeah. yeah. And um, he was like, it seemed really hard for him to get players to sign up. And the, I think the biggest success of the AAF was that guys wanted to play in it. Well, because they had the CBS deal. I think that's the huge thing. Yeah. Like they were on TV every week. Yeah. And they have the exposure. There was like a chance to develop And fans. they're playing for like Steve Spurrier, like guys who, you know. Right. Like they actually had coaches with names. I mean, yeah, right. you know, everyone has a name, but like right. people knew Steve Spurrier. People knew. Well, Steve Spurrier now is the most winningest coach in AAF history. <laughs> and he, he was like, I think I should get a championship trophy because my team finished in first place. Was that Orlando? Yeah. Orlando Apollos? Yep. I think that was the best name anyway. It was. I think we decided that. I think we decided that that was our favorite team. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, another league folded too this week, which yep. is... Which will get a lot less press than the AAF the, Yeah. The CWHL, the Canadian Women's Hockey League, is over starting May 1st. And I mean, first of all, just like women's sports, more league, like a league fold. It just sucks. Like this whole thing sucks. Also, their players only got paid like ten thousand, two thousand to ten thousand dollars. Yeah, they're that's absurd. Their salary cap for like the team, yeah, a hundred thousand dollars. That's so gross. That might actually be for the NWHL, but point stands. It was not a lot of money, right? Like, like they all have to have like jobs or play, like do other things to have a living wage yeah imagine being like hey i'm a professional athlete but first i have to go to like my accounting job and then i'll be able to make it to the game because otherwise i can't feed myself like that's so absurd and the statement that the um that le canadien de montreal is that is that good Mm -hmm. uh whatever that formerly of the cwhl um on a potential on like potentially joining the nwhl was the most was like the a statement of word salad like it said nothing it was basically like um we might 
join the NWHL, but also like we might not. And currently our players are in Finland. And I was like, what, like who cares? What are you? Yeah. It's well, such a nothing burger. I guess maybe, maybe this is the only good part to come out of this is now the NWHL has announced they're going to expand two teams to Canada. Yeah. Um, and the NHL, like the NHL didn't want to like pick favorites between the NWHL and CWHL from what I understand. Like, yeah, they didn't they, give any money to, but now they're going to provide a, bigger investment into the nwhl yeah um a lot of consonants here to remember <laughs> this is so many acronyms but anyways uh yeah it's always a bummer when a sports league folds especially one that employs a ton of people and like like the awa sorry alliance af yeah come on i almost call it like the awfl because i'm just all <laughs> discombobulated now the aaf had female like coaches on its staff and people yeah. of color on its staff and was doing you know Arguably more so than strides the NHL. Oh my god, there's yeah, too many. There's too many. <laughs> Maybe we should move on. Basically, it sucks when teams fold and also pay women more and hire people of color. There you women. go. Yeah, right, that was the point. There you go. Uh, oh wow, we have a lot of people just done. LeBron is done. <laughs> <laughs> this, this episode has been like these are all the things that you liked that are gone yeah, now. These are all the things that ended this week. Uh, LeBron's 2019 season is over. Yeah, I mean. What is this? What year? How many years in a row did he make the playoffs? I think the last time he did make it was 2009 or 2009, 2010. Surprised season. I haven't seen 2005. The last time 2005? Yeah. I thought the last time God he didn't damn. make it was when Steph was like a rookie. No, 2005. Okay. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon, for um, doing the research. I'm surprised I haven't seen more stuff about, like, in two th- the last time LeBron didn't make the playoffs, the most popular song was, like, oh, you're, this you're by gonna, Avril Lavigne. You're going to get those. Uh, well, those, just, are, those, I, like, those are coming. Have you seen those yet? I haven't seen those They're yet. Co- yeah. It's only a matter of time. They're coming. They're coming. I hate it. I hate that. I hate that so much. I'm like, cool. Yes. that's. It's, again, one of those things, like, that's how time works. Right. We, we've talked about the this The last before. time LeBron didn't make the playoffs... The you were younger 2005 <laughs> so the things that happened in the last 14 years didn't exist yet isn't that weird uh, <laughs> i'm like well, how are we like that that is that's like sports twitter 2011 where maybe you were like okay fine what and now chuckle, i'm like chuckle and now i'm like i'm sick of these blogs the, yeah here's my question for you yeah what's up what is lebron going to post about during the playoffs mm. man that's a good question uh well last year was what the year of the wine right it's still the year of the I mean, line. he's still into it, but I feel like maybe now he's going to get more into my... I wouldn't be surprised if he got more into cigars, but I understand that like the respiratory health repercussions of that might not be I believe, great for him. Is he already into cigars? Um, yes. I mean, he posted the story the, with I can't the, believe this is my life. No, no, no. The one where he was like officiato instead yeah, yeah, of yeah. like aficionado. <laughs> which I, I made my own version of. It's on my Instagram from like last spring if anyone wants to check that out. I did a pretty good job parodying it. It's really um, good. 99% of my followers probably didn't understand the reference because they're my girlfriends from college that don't follow the NBA, but uh, I was pretty proud. Anyway, Maybe you taught him something. I have a, I have a, a theory that he's either going to go full, like, I'm going on vacation, I'm I'm not even paying attention, uh-huh. or he's going to go all in and, like, I'm watching every game, I'm in the gym 24-7, yeah. and I'm going to comment on every little fucking thing that happens and, like... Oh, like these are my guys, like that kind of thing. I think you're right. I think he goes in one direction or another. I have a feeling, like, I wouldn't be shocked if he got really into like live theater or Broadway. <laughs> like, I could see him. I could see him take a real like erudite interest. I don't see that happening. I wouldn't be shocked. I'm just saying. I 
I do think we're going to get a lot of gym pictures. The other thing is maybe he will not post anything for like, he'll go like zero dark 30, but, oh, but, but he, he won't even I be playing. I feel like, wouldn't he only do that? Like he would do that during the playoffs or like when right. he really what needed if he to does focus? It, what if he does it and he's like, pretends he's in the playoffs anyways? And like he goes to the stadium oh. every day. Do you day. think he's going to go to any of the games? Yeah, guarantee he will. Like the finals? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I really, this I feel is. Like, I feel like he will. This one is a it's bit LeBron. of a mystery he, to me. He loves like being like in it. Oh, he he loves being a thing. Like he can't. He's gonna. Oh my god, that's why he moved to L.A. You know, like he's just maybe he'll just start Instagramming like a lot of meetings with with Maverick executives. Carter. Yeah. Or like yeah, you know, like or he'll Hollywood start a new studio like guys. ESPN Plus show, being like, "This is what I'm doing during <laughs> the playoffs that I didn't make," and it'll be like the training room or something. Yeah, the, tra- the training room. I, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. Okay, so. More NBA stuff, um, and next week we'll do a little more about like who's in playoffs contention because there are a few games that need to shake out first, and then we'll know more about that. But uh, the Wizards fired their president, GM, Ernie Grunfield. Mm. Field or Feld? Well, I said it quickly because I couldn't really read what I wrote. It's Feld. Correct. Thank you. <laughs> Ernie Grunfeld, which I care so little about the Wizards, I didn't know this guy's name, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, he was there for 16 years, and pretty much everyone hated him. Like, if you look at all of the, like, draft picks he's had in the last, like, 20, 16 years, they've pretty much all been, like, out of the NBA or not. Total busts. Or not worked or been traded immediately. Like, none of them have been good. Right. Yeah, I read... <laughs> With the exception of maybe, like, two players, but... Yeah, Chris Mannix, I read something where he, he wrote about how, like, it was the draft that really sunk Ernie. He just, uh, like, kept making bad decisions. I just... This kind of firing gives hope to all of the people out there who are fans of teams who will not fire their vice presidents, maybe, yep. or uh, GMs or presidents. <clears throat> I feel like this is targeted. Um, and Garpacks, are you listening? It gives hope. Well, it's true because like this was a notorious, this was a guy that everyone thought was going to be around forever. Yeah. And my favorite thing to come out of this is that apparently, you know, fans were like, we're not, I'm canceling my season tickets until you get rid of Ernie. Apparently, people got emails from the team or from people working on it that they were like, hey, uh, we remember you saying this. He's gone now. Do you want your season tickets I, I again? I like, can't even believe that that's real. Like I read that story. It was in Sports Illustrated. Yeah, I read that story that like these people were like, we're not buying season tickets till you fire him. Yeah. And now the Wizards are like, would you hey, like season tickets? You, and I, th- I mean, I'm pretty sure this is real. Like I looked up the tweets that pe- the screenshots from people. But I mean, there's a chance it's not because like it that's was published how... on our website, so I think that it's probably legit. I do too. I think I, I think the internet has just made me so deeply skeptical at this point <laughs> that I'm like, <laughs> which is awful because that's like you know the fake news, the, the way of fake news. But no, this was I just love that. I thought that was kind of a power move and also like very self aware of the team. Yeah, teams are not usually this self aware, but also the Wizards are so desperate probably that they were like, we yeah, need I can't imagine that they have a very strong home attendance record but i have friends in dc one of my friends bought season tickets this year really yeah and i was like buddy what are you doing the thing about basketball that um i i don't really love is that it's super indoors mm. and uh this podcast is very pro outdoors we are such an i think i think that actually explains why both of us aren't huge nba fans we yeah. love both of us love being outside. We love sports outside, and the NBA is so deeply inside, and there are no windows. It's very inside. Yes. Wow, Jess, 
huge. But I do love hockey, and that's also inside. I think but it, the difference is that it's always like cold, so you kind of feel you like f- you're outside. I think you're right. Also, the thing about hockey is that like, well, I guess basketball can be outside on on like outdoor courts. No, but that's completely different. Like watching a pickup game is not the no, same. No, no, no. Like, but I'm I was I was sorry. I skipped a step there in terms of my logic. I was saying like, well, hockey, you know. If you're on a pond, if you're outside, it's night. And then I was like, oh, well, basketball can also be outside. I just think in an NHL game, you are a little chilly. So you wear your coat and you get like this nice breeze, like cool air breeze. So you kind of feel like you're not indoors. You feel like you can be enjoying like the winter season from the comfort of a seat where you have a beer and you're not freezing, but you're kind of chilly. It's not quite as cold as it could be. Exactly. And you can wear like your cute Blackhawks hat and like gloves. (laughs) Just... Off, off the top of our heads hypothetically well but also like this is why we don't like teams in in um the nfl that much with indoor stadiums right like the cowboys stadium was great but i didn't love it yeah it was mercedes Benz, very cool preferred it with the roof open coolest part was when the roof was open 100 percent. can i but, ask y'all a question yes since you do like the outdoor stuff yes mm-hmm how is it going to games in like December and January? Does that change your mind when it's like like no, minus? No, like like outdoor games. Like when it's like minus. No, because it's like part of the experience. You're like sports can be about suffering, and like you're going there, and like you just have to drink more. <laughs> I yeah, I went to school in South Bend, Indiana, so I've experienced. Yeah, I went to school in Waterville, Maine. I'm like like I'm you. I'm cold is my default, so yeah. I'm just like if I'm warm, it's a blessing. Right. I have a limit, so if it goes below ten, like I don't want to say ten, probably like twenty degrees. Twenty. Yeah, well, that's because you're I, smart. I gotta Brandon. stay inside. That's well, there are ways to like hand warmers. There are yeah, like you learn the tricks of staying warm in frigid temperatures if you have to do it more than once. Like the yep. first time you're ever cold and underdressed and underprepared is the last time you're ever cold and underdressed. Never, you never yes. make that mistake again. So like my sophomore year. I was at a game and it, the temperature I think was nine degrees at kickoff, Notre Dame Northwestern game, and that's so cold. I, it was. It, I think it might have been the coldest game in Notre Dame Stadium history. Sounds like you had a lot of beer that day. I well, mm, I don't drink beer. Tito's. It was, she had uh, vodka. Just a lot, a lot of, <laughs> lot okay. of hard alcohol. I wasn't. I didn't even know just at this point, and I know what she was <laughs> Thank drinking. You, Some form of alcohol, uh, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> and that is yes, you need a liquor blanket, as which we is call them also like you know. Uh, I was underage, actually. I wasn't drinking, just for the record. Right. But then the following year, there was anytime there's a November game at Notre Dame, yeah. it's usually cold. So it was like snowing the last game of the season. And I was like, not going to screw this up not again. Not going to make the same mistake. I wore probably three layers of pants yeah. and about six layers of sweaters and then my parka on top of it and then hat, gloves, hand warmers, everything. Yeah, the hand the warmers and the toe warmers are actually like really crucial. Also, you know what's sneaky is that the I think the coldest I've ever been is not when it's that cold out. Like I went to <laughs> like ser- seriously, I went to I went to Greece my uh I did like a month abroad program and I was in Athens in January, my junior year of college. And I was like, "Oh, cool. Greece is warm." Under pa- mm. like packed clothes for basically 75 degrees and it was 45 to 50 the entire time and I just wore everything I brought. But I was so deeply, I, it, and it was like a, a wet cold, so it was just okay, in my yes. bones. Yes. And that, I felt like such an idiot. And that is where I never make that mistake. Like now when I see 45 on, you know, I yeah. wake up, I check on my phone, I'm like, like I'm wearing a parka. Yeah. It's freaking cold out. Um, I, 
one thing you said there, the, mm-hmm. the wetness, mm. the moisture. I have been to two football games in my life where it has rained nonstop through the entire game. One one of the games was in Clemson. It was the Clemson-Notre Dame game during a, like some 100-year storm or some bullshit they oh, called it. It was okay. fucking brutal. Um, but it was like mm, 60 degrees out the whole time. Didn't matter. I was yeah. freezing. The other game was a Notre Dame Navy game last year, and it rained the entire time. And I think it was like forty-five degrees. 40. Those are the sneaky. So it was like forty-five, right, right above freezing. So yep. it wasn't going to start snowing. And it didn't matter that one was like twenty degrees warmer than the other. Coldest I've ever been in my entire life, yep. both times. Yep. So the wet, the moisture, the wetness is really I'll what take you a, need to be careful. I'll take a fifteen-degree dry day over like forty-five and raining when I have to be outside. Yes. Sounds right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that felt like an agro fact all of its own. Well, <laughs> like climate and weather is not agriculture. I think that you. I feel like conflate. anything outside I think of no, as agriculture. But that's and where you're not. wrong. <laughs> that's why we. That's why I want to. I would like to formally apologize to everyone who tweeted <laughs> at us about how last week we did turkey vultures and agro facts when it was actually nature facts. We've yeah. corrected for that, and this week we have a strictly agro fact for you all which we'll get to in a second. But first, we have to talk about how ugly the NFL yes, draft hats are. They are so... Okay. Now, NF, New Era made these, and they are the these are the hats that the teams give to their draft picks when they get called up on stage and blah, right. and Goodell shakes her hand and blah, 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 blah. But Which is a weird... When you think about it, like, you have these players in these really nice suits, generally, and then they hold up their jersey, and then they give them the hat as if you need to remind <laughs> everyone, like, that the team that they're on that they just right. called out like right it's just a weird tradition i i like it it's funny because then you have these guys in these nice suits and these weird like snapbacks but right it's kind of weird when That's you really point. stop and think when you about start it. and think about it, it's like how often are guys in suits wearing like baseball hats right the, the only time is the only the draft. time or, or the nba <laughs> any, draft any draft I, any yeah. draft um so I read up on these. Um, they are new era based them on flags from the re- like right. state flags or whatever city flags. City flags, and um, I think they're. I saw these and I was shocked at how ugly I thought they were. Like I really don't. I. I. My first thought when I looked at these was, who did this? <laughs> I have a hot take. What? I saw these yesterday morning when they became available uh-huh. and i thought holy shit those are heinous disgusting hats yeah this morning i looked through them again mm-hmm. i kind of like them now do you really there are a couple that i think are abhorrent and a, i need to find the full absolute slap in the face to fashion um, the falcons one i'm sorry i think that's hideous should we should we go through them really quickly i'm on the sports illustrated me too sports jonathan Ill- jones talked to new era about these um okay so the cardinals one if you if you know the Arizona state flag with the sun and the rays, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. I don't hate it. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate. It. I I probably wouldn't wear it, but it's kind of cool. If, I think this one's pretty ugly. I'm not gonna lie. I think f- it looks like the like there are just spikes coming out of the cardinal's head. And I realize that this is frustrating because you can't see it, but we'll go on Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Uh, dot com slash NFL slash 2019 slash 04 slash 02 slash NFL dash draft dash hats dash 2019 dash new dash era. Good there go. SEO there. there. You go. Really great SEO. Yeah, Falcons, the Falcons I think is ugly. Is ugly. Ravens. But I don't like know the what Ravens, the side panel on the Ravens It's the thing. Maryland flag. Yeah, it's the checkered uh, Maryland flag, but it's like. Well, I hate the Maryland flag. And I hate the Ravens, so automatically yeah, I don't that like one's this. gross. I like the Bills. 
I'm gonna be honest. See, there the, are lightning bolts. It's kind of cool. They're like kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. I take that back. There are these lightning bolts coming out of. Uh, that's the flag. That's like the city's flag. Yeah, I like that. I feel like it's not. It's North, not terrible. North Carolina. I'm sorry. Okay. That's hideous. The thing about the North Carolina flag is, I don't really know any. I have a lot of family and a lot of friends in South Carolina. None of them claim the Panthers as a NFL team for them. Like yeah, none of them. And they put the South Carolina flag on it equal to the size of the North Carolina flag. And it makes no sense. The ca- the Panthers play in Charlotte. Granted, that's like 10 minutes away from South Carolina. But that, I feel like I, someone in the Panthers organization is trying to expand the yes, reach to exactly. South Carolina. And they're like, you guys got to help us out here. We're not like we're changing the narrative. Right. And it's not going to work. And also the hats are ugly. The Bears are fire. The, the Bears the hat Bears hat is I, I would wear that, and I'm not a Bears fan at all. Wear this hat. It's just a normal hat, and it has the the four Chicago flag st- stars on it on the side, the and then the Bears. Logo. Also, I think that the Bears have the best logo in the NFL. Wow, I think I I love the Bears colors. I love the uniform. I love oh. the logo. Big fan of that. And it has the little George Hallis on the on the back. It's cute. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Bengals hat, like it's not that bad. Well, I hate the Bengals. So I hate them. I, I hate I'm the Bengals like, too. I'm having trouble with it. It's fine. Um, it's fine. The, the way it's like wavy, and the waves represent the Ohio River. So that's yeah, okay. where the stadium is. You know what I always thought is funny? The, the Bengals stadium's named Paul Brown Stadium. Uh-huh. Like the the Brown. Browns. It makes I no always, sense. Whenever I see something about Paul Brown Stadium, I have to like recalibrate and be like Cincinnati, not yeah. Cleveland. The Browns hat, I like. I think it's. I think that. I, I think, think it's, it's. It's brown. It's really brown. Yeah. I can't fathom putting on a piece of clothing this brown. Well, the thing is, whenever like OBJ, <laughs> he had his whole unveiling thing yes, with the Browns. He did this week, and I was looking at all the pictures that they were posting, and like <laughs> the clothing is so brown. brown. It's, it's just really brown. It's like really not. I love the orange, and I get it, and I'm like, cool. I'm here for you guys. I'm it's psyched not... about this team, but I look at it, and I'm like, I can't imagine no. being excited about my new jersey i mean i, I would brown. be excited about it but like fashion wise it's it's not a like an attractive shade of brown it's a very much like color of excrement brown yeah if right. i had to define or like or like a dead tree oh yeah it you is, know it is it's tree, just not it's not tree barking isn't that great i do kind of like this hat okay cowboys i don't like this one i'm gonna See, be honest the cowboys was not, like it's not that bad i have a problem i don't think i like, it's like the paneling texas, it's the texas flag though. i know but i don't like but like you know like these people that live in these states that aren't states like illinois where there's no like statehood pride right they're like very proud of their flag and like their state oh, for so sure. i can see a texas fan or a cowboys fan maybe being like oh that's objectively cool. i can see them liking this i personally I don't, don't like there's one panel that's blue and then one that's white and for some reason i'm i don't i don't love that on a hat broncos is fire i don't think it's the broncos is very bad Really? Oh, I like it. It has like the two triangles in the back as though it's mountains. I think that's their flag also, their state flag. Oh, okay. Or well, I guess I whatever. just like orange and navy together. Yeah, I don't, together. I don't, hate, it. I don't yeah, hate it. Yeah, yeah. The Lions one's not that bad either. Mm. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Packers looks a little the bit Packers like... The Packers one is dumb Packer, as fuck. I'm Packers sorry. looks like there's a yarmulke on top of exactly. a baseball hat. If you were wearing or it, that someone's bald. Or, yeah, like the green... It's, so there's like this yellow wavy thing on the top. Like it's like you have like a blonde patch and then you have like... It's, it's the top is literally stupid. a yarmulke, a, a like yellow little yarmulke <laughs> over a green, over a green hat. Texans, fine. It's, not it's bad. pretty standard. It's not yeah. bad. I don't love the Colts. Okay, the Colts one is this like white cross thing in the background. It's supposed to be monument circle or whatever. And there, yeah, there's it a looks, circle. It's, with just, the, it's just the Scottish flag. Yeah. The, it, is, yeah. it is. I don't love that. It, I'm like, I would wear this in Scotland. You're right. Yeah. And my rugby yep. team named the Colts, but. Jaguars? pretty fire 
it's as gaudy as Jacksonville. Exactly. It's just a Brand- lot of Brandon teal, and it looks like zebra stripes. I kind of like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the nice See? little zebra stripes in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't really like Jaguars colors and the logo like that, but this is I'm really cool. See, I'm really into the teal. It feels very 90s to me, yeah. so... The Chiefs is can one we, I don't um, understand. Can we go back for a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jonathan wrote this, correct? Yeah. The design. This is a quote. The design. This design keeps the sunburst, but removes the silhouetted Andrew Jackson riding a horse <laughs> and tipping his hat. No, really, that's the Jacksonville City flag. Yeah. What the fuck? That is wild. My whole feeling about this whole like state flag thing is that they were playing with fire. Uh, I'm some, like, oh, okay. Some flags so are some wildly flags problematic. Are wildly racist. So like, why are we doing this? But like. Clearly, they were. They replaced Andrew it. Jackson with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Unreal. <laughs> also, I loved how Jonathan in this article, Jonathan asked him. He was like, "So you realize the issue here?" And New Era's PR people were like, "Oh, but no, we uh, stepped around it." And it's like, "Oh, you stepped around it by replacing Andrew Jackson with the Jaguar." <laughs> oh God. Uh, the Chiefs. Mm. They're, that's their flag, and it's ugly. I don't like it. It's it. It just looks like a waterfall kind. We can. Well, skip no, this it's one. just. <laughs> Charlotte's like I hate it and I don't want to talk I, I about it like, <laughs> Chargers is Chargers fire Chargers one's cool it's got uh, teal and a cool little Zig-zaggy, lightning bolt zigzaggy yeah. guy the Rams the Rams isn't that bad I don't like the dots it has a lot of dots on it yeah the dots are but the zigzaggy things cool. Dolphins, Dolphins has is... a palm tree yes. on it so I love it exactly same I love the palm the tree the Vikings a lot of purple but so it's are the Vikings that, it's not that bad nope and it's like the something of uh, like there's a lot of stars yep Okay, it's like a city thing. The worst hat, which I'm pissed about, <laughs> is the Patriots hat. It literally just said, there's the Patriots logo, and behind it, it says Foxborough, Massachusetts. No one who cares about the Patriots gives a shit about Foxborough. That's why I think this is hilarious. This is this is offensive. Like, it's Foxborough, no offense if you live in Foxborough, love Gillette, blah, blah, blah. Foxborough <laughs> is one long strip mall road, and then everybody lives, like, around there, and that's, and, like, what... Who did this? <laughs> can I can I just say something real quick? What, Brandon? <laughs> this, this hat does kind of fit the the, the model of the team. It does. Very, very basic. Yes. Very straight to the point. Yes, Brandon. Like, that I can is see, right. I can see Bill Belichick rocking that yes, every game. He would game. wear this. Okay, yeah. What is even behind it, though? It's the Foxborough flag. That's what it says. It's Who? just simple and plain and <gasps> yes. to the point. Who has Brandon's flag? It's so Patriots. Are these right there. feathers? Like, okay, whatever. It's I hate like it. It's like hay weed. It's, it's, it's literally, it, this is my allergies. It, it this is a hat of my allergies. It perfectly fits who that team is yes i agree and new era was like we're we're not gonna f- like make this one crazy because no one in boston will wear this because they're all like no offense, okay Charlotte. let's a we're certain gonna, way we're gonna we're gonna move on and so they were like let's, i hate let's this. make this basic af and they did and and you hate it and i think that's hilarious I hate because it. it's so patriots it's so Patriots. this is my this is my internal war with this team is that I love this team and everything this team does and stands for. I'm like, why are you doing this? Charlotte's like, put a palm tree on the Seriously? on the Patriots hat and I would wear it. I love palm trees. Make it teal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. I can't. I'm getting really heated. The Saints hat is just flirtilies. It's just. It's pretty fire. I mean, I like it. It's weird. There's like baby ones and then a, 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 a mom one. Yeah, there or may be there may be too many flirtilies. <laughs> How many flirtilies? Too many flirtilies. Uh, the Giants. Okay, did you know that there's a New York City flag? No, I didn't know that till I read this because I didn't either. I I'm just finding that out for three years. So there's this weird, like embroidered flowery thing around the bottom of this, and I was like, that's weird. Why Is that would they really our flag? The yeah, seriously, Google it. There's a there's a um 
weird like design. It looks kind of like a, a bug if you look at it. It's like a bug with like eyes and then like little. How bizarre! I'm. I might be looking at the wrong thing here, but regardless, the hat. If they didn't have the weird little um, like bulbs or bu- it's bugs, bugs, if they didn't bugs. have the weird bugs on the end, I would like this because it's pretty pretty standard. Um, th- I have a bone to pick with the Raiders hat, which is just a black hat with a black and white American flag <laughs> with the Raiders over it. And I'm like, oh, so when did the Raiders become America's team? Well, New uh, era. Isn't the black and white American flag like a, doesn't that mean yeah. something? Isn't that like a political statement? Yeah. I th- black and white American flag. I might be wrong. I might... What is the meaning of the black and white? Yeah, it's... Well, Marcus Garvey, I think, made this a thing. Uh, it, I, yeah, I don't know. But it's definitely like it's a, a thing that is a, not a football thing. And also, what are the why, Raiders doing? Like, why? Oakland? Why do the Raiders get America? Well, I guess... I mean, they have no Vegas, city right Vegas now. Vegas is super American, <laughs> if you think about it. That's so true. Okay. I take I that know. back. The Eagles... Yeah. It's weird. Don't, don't put like... shit on the bill. Is my There's hat except for the the Buffalo one. Yeah, right. But mostly don't but put mostly shit don't. on the bill. Yeah, okay. The Steelers one is disgusting. It looks like it, a cab, okay. like a cab driver. Yeah, or like a, I don't know. I work at like a pizza, like a it, checkers, or like a pizza. It looks like place. a fast food hat. Yes, exactly. It looks like, it's a, fast like a fast food, food hat. hat. So whatever terrible fucking cornerback the Steelers draft twentieth overall is going to end up wearing that, and I feel bad for him. He's going to be a bust. So it's oh, fine. Okay. Uh, the 40... 49ers hat's not bad. It's not bad. I don't really understand the one thing that's bothering me about these hats is some of them have writing on them and some of them don't i would have preferred they either stuck with one or the other you know like it's so it's a the san francisco logo and a little star and then it's a san francisco 49ers underneath it well it's because it's a california flag it says republic of california with the bear and the star oh Mm. yeah they went super flaggy with all of them okay the seahawks one's not bad no it has the 12 the 12th man with the fan thing and the seahawks that's fine the boxes. The box. Don't don't put on don't shit on put the bill. So, yeah, this is really ugly. Uh, Titans. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of running out of opinions. The Titans was not that bad. It's fine. The Redskins. Sorry. I well, mean, the Washington one's not that bad either. And you know what? The best part about all of this is what? Um, there's no Jets hat yet because they're redesigning their logo, which I think is going to be coming out like in the next couple weeks i have to say shout out to our social team here at si because on our on the instagram story they did of all these hats they had all the teams and then just a gif of sam darnold shrugging (laughs) yeah i saw that that was funny i was like who did Um, that but the logo leaked and the new uniforms leaked like i haven't seen it this morning oh 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 the uniforms are so they they're doing like a new color thing i think uh it's like a it's like a brighter green like more of a kelly green they look like the marshall thundering herd uh, I can't find. Oh, I see. As soon as I saw them, I was like, "That's Marshall. That's not." A we fo- are Marshall. Well, yeah, that's. But from it's the movie, <laughs> it's also a thing in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I know, obviously. Uh, I'm sort of whatever on this one. I can't wait. We'll do a special new era hat we'll do, segment when yeah. the Jets one comes out. <laughs> Just for the Jets, and the new logo is like it says like New York Jets, and mm-hmm. then like there's a football under the J and the or but the it e like and cut, the, T. the football yes. it cuts into the it doesn't e make and the T. I'm like who designed? I'm like either put it behind the entire thing yes, or underneath. Correct. It. Yep. Correct. Yep. Wow, graphic design over here. <laughs> graphic design is graphic. I was just gonna say. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Well, should we go into some unprotected segs? Yeah, but I would just like to reiterate. I okay. don't think the hats are that bad. Yeah, I feel like the. You know why I think I thought they were <laughs> ugly at first? Is because I focused on the Colts one. 
Yeah, which the, I really didn't like. Really and the Colts bad. one's really bad. And then I assume that the rest and were bad. And the Bucks one's really bad. But that's because yeah. like they probably don't really care that much. They're like, what's the Bucks? They're what like, what are is, we? What even? What do we have a team? I don't know. See, they're the butt of jokes now because the Browns are. <laughs> good again the sweet little browns (laughs) also one more quick thing about fashion (laughs) is that obj on air nike air max day posted the most fire sneakers and also has been wearing all of this like 90s swishy teal pink Mm. outfits and fanny packs and i'm just if i could have the style of any athlete alive today it would be the one who has the most money because (laughs) literally all you need to have good style is like a fuck ton of money my mom always did tell me ask jeff bezos look at look at what jeff bezos used to wear in the 90s versus what i just i like wears now yes but i still i do for what it's worth really like odell beckham's look at kylie kardashian before she became a billionaire i understand what you're saying but there are a lot of guys with a lot of money and odell does it best I know, that's true. Michael Jordan still doesn't know how to dress. No, he wears, like, big-ass khakis. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, buddy? I love Michael Jordan, but that man needs help. Someone's got to get him a stylist. Stat. I mean, he used to be able to dress, like, in the 90s, but after I think he, he retired from the there. NBA, he just started wearing big dad jeans. Big Junko jeans. Huge, just like... Love you, MJ. <laughs> we love you, Dad. Shout out I love MJ. you. Uh, all right, unprotected segs. Uh, first up, my, I have a really, really quick personal news, <laughs> which is that for the past month, as I've talked about before, um, Jess turned me on to the show Veep. I've been binging mm. it every night. I would like cancel plans and go home and watch and hang out with the cast of Veep. Yourself. <laughs> and myself. And I finally caught up. And I last night was the first night that I didn't have any Veep to watch, oh. and I felt this really deep emptiness. Can I just say something quickly? Yeah. Um, last week, the, one of the other shows I produce at SI is The Willie Show, and <gasps> Reed Scott, who plays Dan Egan, was our guest. Meeting. And oh. I, I met him because he was coming on the and show. And you let me meet and him, then I was thank like, you. I was like, my friend <laughs> Charlotte really wants to meet you, and so we both talked to him, mm-hmm. and it was really special. It was one of the highlights of my week. I agree. He was so so kind. He was really funny. So funny. He didn't get totally creeped out when I opened with, I've been spending all my time with you. Yeah. Which I was a little creeped out. Yeah. He seemed, he we took like, it in We stride. literally like pitched an idea for a show to him and he was just like, okay. Yeah. It was like, here, listen, we have a part written for you. And he was like, what? And we were like, what? I don't know. Uh, he was great. Yeah. Shout out. So Reed. I didn't even, we didn't call him Dan either. I was like very close a few times to being like, well, you know, Dan. And Dan, I was like, Mm-mm. so Dan. And then so I'm Dan, like, mm. Reed. Read. You're a person. You you're are. a human person. When he was talking about his kids on the show, I was like, "You don't have kids. You're gay. You hate kids." <laughs> you hate kids. Uh, I will also say that Julia Louis Dreyfus, if you're listening mm, to this, Mom. you are the ultimate. And if there's anyone in the world we could meet, it would be you. So mm, I love her. So if you ever want to hang out, let us know. Uh, okay. Do you have any personalness? No. No. Okay. Uh, let's. You want to cancel something? Yeah, the, I'm I'm on the fence about canceling this one. Me too. Oh, good. Are you? Yeah. Okay, same. Can we just talk about it then? Can we put it yes. in? Is it canceled? But talk about we'll talk this. Talk about it. April Fool's Day. Yeah. So here's my take on April Fool's Day: is that I what I find equally obnoxious is all of the pranks. Is everyone who tweets about how much April Fool's Day sucks? Exactly. Which is why I'm on the exactly. fence because the only thing worse than April Fool's Day is everyone being like, "There are no good April Fool's Day," jokes. and people being like, "Your brand's joke is stupid. Why'd you yeah. do that?" I'm like, "God." Off. I Excuse like, me. Sometimes I'm, I like brands tweets. Uh, you know what? Moon pie can be funny. Moon pie so, is funny. I like moon pie. I also I <laughs> I do have one good April Fool's joke, which is something my dad did when I was like nine. He took a bag, a pa- paper bag, and a bunch of like empty cereal boxes and, a, and empty milk 
uh-huh. cartons and um, stuffed it with newspaper and put it so that the you could see some of the things popping out of the bag, but it was all empty. And then bungee corded it to the roof of his car and secured it and drove around all day with his groceries. That with- seems super elaborate. It was pretty funny. People kept stopping him and like he would drive up to a red light and people would what? roll down the window what? and be like, your groceries. He'd be like, April like, Fool's. Like, what? <laughs> what? That is just so much effort. I, I, it's funny. Just enjoy it. <laughs> My dad played a joke. Charlotte's dad, you do too much. <laughs> no, he, he does just enough. It was great. Oh, God. Um. Okay, but we need to talk for a second about Tom Brady because he started a Twitter account on April Fool's mm-hmm. just so that he could tweet that he's retiring just so that he could tweet that it's an April Fool's joke. I thought it was pretty funny. <sighs> Can I just say something real quick? Yeah. What? My face lit up for like two seconds and mm. it was like, oh, yes, he's retiring. He's retiring. And then I'm looking. I'm like, oh, it's an April Fuck. Fool's joke. <laughs> I will throw the biggest fucking party that the city has ever seen when Tom Brady actually I'm getting. Retires. I actually just felt like deep rage inside me, so I think we should just <laughs> Charlotte, I'm sorry. I. You have six rings. Yeah. You I should be happy. I know, but I still have feelings. I don't six ca- rings. Don't, six I rings. don't care. I ha- okay. I will be six so rings. fucking happy when that man retires. Okay. I hope six I'm rings. allowed to say that, but it's true. One more time. Six rings. Okay. <laughs> Charlotte's pissed. Um, so anyways, Sorry. Tom Brady might have canceled April Fool's. Uh, and there was also the... He did have some good tweets back and forth with The Rock. The ten- Did you see the tennis tweet? The U.S. Open tennis tweet? No. That everyone was pissed about? What was it? They tweeted on April Fool's, breaking the U.S. Open to add puppies to the ball person team at the 2019 tournament for the first time. All breeds welcome. And people were like, this is, Why a, is, this is a really good idea. Yeah. Why would you make an April Fool's joke with a really good idea? Right. What's wrong with having dogs as ball people? And so people that would be pe- so funny. I know people got pissed at them because oh. that's just like stupid. So then the Bears also had an April Fool's joke. I don't know if you saw this one. They were like, "Oh, we have uh, new jerseys this year to celebrate the hundredth season of the NFL. We're gonna put ones over like in front of all the numbers on people's jerseys." And like Kyle Long <laughs> tweeted a picture with like his number with oh, a I one see in it. front of it. <laughs> and it, I, like my my stupid like high school friends, if they're listening, you're not stupid. But they actually fell for it and they were like. I can't believe the Bears are doing this. This is so dumb. It looks so stupid. And I'm like, of course this isn't real. Like, of course. <laughs> what? Like, do you think you that think everyone in the NFL wear... switched to, like, a 100 system? Like, you think fucking... I just... I I was shocked that they That's fell really for funny. it. Um, which kind of made me laugh. And then the, the, the last one, our mm-hmm. friends at the Diamondbacks, mm-hmm. made a fake April Fool's Day thing where they said that they were... So they have this thing. This kind of has some 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 backstory mm-hmm. they have this thing at their park called the churro dog which is two long john hot dogs no sorry two long john donuts with a churro in the middle yeah. and like all this shit like sugar shit like on top like whipped cream and stuff so they made a tweet that was like introducing the churro burger 1.5 pound bratwurst burger four cheddar slices five strips of bacon and a mac and cheese mac and cheese bite served <laughs> on chocolate iced texas donut with fried cinnamon sugar churros vanilla ice cream here's and the thing and people felt for it i thought this was real because oh, we just spent so much time with them. And I was also like, look, sometimes sweet and savory can work. <laughs> I saw people being like, this has to be an April Fool's joke. And I was like, this is obviously real. If it weren't for the bratwurst burger and the cheese, it would be really good. Because it'd be bacon. Yeah, mac and, like, and che- Well, the well, mac, mac and, and cheese, cheese also. Yeah, yeah, okay. I guess I didn't read it very closely. Anyways, I think so- I just looked at the picture and I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the picture is a giant sugar burger with churros, like, sticking out of it. It doesn't, but you can't see, like, they didn't do a good enough job, like, making the cheese clear. I think if I'd seen more cheese, I would have been, like, you know what I mean? Fair, 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 yeah. Anyways, so all the brands had April Fool's jokes, and some of them 
were good. I don't. The Bears one was funny. You know, sometimes I think they got my friends. That and the churros got me. Sometimes I think. <laughs> sometimes I think that pranks. Like I'm not a big prank person because I don't like making other people feel, feel bad. bad. But I do think if there's a like every once in a while there's some good pranks. Like if you can laugh at yourself and be in on it, then the pop tarts, the pop tart tweet where they were like, "We have pop tart ravioli now." Like, I'm sorry, that's that's funny, that's good. Yeah, like, I and it's eat, harmless. I like eat that. if you're not hurting yes. something, like no one's sitting around waiting for pop tarts to come out with pop tart ravioli, so they're not going to be heartbroken when they find out it's the not dog real. thing was a little hurtful. The, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think we're on the same page with the. I think we're on the same page with April Fools, which is like Tom Brady. You know what it canceled is? it, and then I uncanceled it. It feels like you're... Okay. <laughs> the thing with April Fool's is that... She hates what I talk you just about, need to. Brady. You just need to be better. We're not canceling it. It just needs to... Everyone like, needs If to you're going to do it, you need to do it well. I agree. Everyone do better. Okay. Speaking of sugar and food, I just have a underrated mm-hmm. for this week, which is Easter candy yep. season. Super underrated. Egg-shaped candy is the best kind of candy. Like egg Reese's, the Robin's eggs... Any egg. the little the little Cadbury egg the little guys. Cad- Cadbury eggs Cadbury cream oh mm-hmm. my god I even as a Jewish person have to admit that I think Easter candy is some of the best candy I have a real soft spot for Peeps oh I'm sorry I love Peeps I love I peeps love too. marshmallows in general sugar which seems to be I don't think I would think more people would be more into marshmallows I don't really do you like marshmallows I like pretty much all foods I think you know this about yeah, me yeah, yeah. there's really few foods that i Same. don't eat it actually gets embarrassing someone asked me the other day they were like what's your least favorite food it's like there's literally nothing i, could, I won't I eat i cannot think of one like even I'm like a human garbage can even, i guess marzipan i don't I love like, that i like it's just almonds it's good yeah i don't maybe i haven't had it in a while i'll try it again i'll probably I, like it i honestly can't think of a food i don't like if if you were like oh we're gonna make a pizza and put all these bad toppings on it and prank you with it like i would eat it I like put, anchovies pineapple i don't give a shit I'll eat i it tried all. putting i when there was that whole like viral peeps on pizza thing. yeah do we, you remember that yes. we ate that yeah well you ate it i i mean it wasn't great but like i would eat it like if someone put that in front of me and was like you can either not have dinner tonight or eat peeps on a pizza i'd be like well i guess it's peeps on a pizza <laughs> you know <laughs> well, i hit the jackpot oh look at me i got sweet pizza tonight. and savory yeah so anyways Easter candy season, it started really early this year. It started like right after Valentine's Day. Yeah. Easter is late. So we get a really long Easter candy season. Yep. And I think the best part about Does Easter candy on- season. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask if it goes on sale after Easter. I don't know if Easter it candy like season Day? ends on Easter or if it uh, uh, goes through the 50 days of Pentecost that the Ooh, Christian. That is a thing I didn't know existed. <laughs> well, Easter season lasts for 50 days because that's really? when Jesus came and the holy spirit oh. and the tongues okay spoken tongues okay <clears throat> for sure <laughs> well jesus so yeah like jesus came back was resurrected and uh-huh. he left a few days later allegedly wait he left not that he's accused of a crime but he doesn't al- stick, allegedly. he doesn't still <laughs> well i don't know do you see him like is he still hanging out like no. he didn't die again no but i didn't he went back i guess i heaven. never really thought about what happened after he came back <laughs> He came back and I like, was like, he stole oh, Jesus is here. <laughs> oh, Jesus is here. No, oh, yeah. that's just the... Oh, uh, which explains the second, coming coming of, the second coming of Christ, right? Like, well, we're yeah, waiting yeah, for him to, to come leave. back. Right, exactly. Oh. Mm. See, this is what you learn when you go to Catholic school for 16 this years. Is, this could be a new segment. I think Easter candy Religion season. facts. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll teach you all about Passover. You can keep teaching me about Easter. <laughs> I probably got so many facts wrong. I don't care. Um, 
Agrifex? The point is, <laughs> Easter candy. Yeah. The one last thing I have yeah, to say yeah, yeah, about yeah, Easter yeah. candy season, all of, I'm like wagging my finger at you, like I'm like <laughs> I'm like at a po- I was I'm like, like, am I in trouble? Easter candy season. <laughs> one more thing about Easter candy yeah, season. What's up? All of the candy is like pretty colors. Oh yes, like beautiful. it's yellow. It's like lovely it's shades of periwinkle. Blue. Yes, it's pink. I love periwinkle. Oh, Underrated a, color. color, like a little purpley, a little. I guess I think I'm wearing a periwinkle sweater oh, right now. I'm wearing brown, like the browns. <laughs> no, yours is a nicer brown. Thank you. Imagine You're if welcome. these were their uniform. It looked like they're wearing like skin. Well, yeah. It's a, also, it would be a waffle Henley, which <laughs> would be weird. <laughs> this isn't a Henley. It buttons all the way oh, down. Sorry, couldn't. See I'm not a, that basic of a bitch. Let's go to Agrofax. <laughs> milk. Yes, we're talking about milk today. We are talking about milk because we were recently talking to some coworkers. One of them, shout out Dave drinks milk mm-hmm. he's a grown man who drinks milk so we started yes. chatting and we were like okay what kind of milk and he used to be a he grew up on one percent but now he like his wife only likes non-fat so we started talking about it i grew up on two percent now i'm a whole milk person because i don't drink milk i don't drink glasses of milk i'm sorry i think that's a little weird as an adult i do put it in my coffee and um i think it's weird too i but i've never had a glass of milk which is the when you told me that i find that I don't know if I know another person who's never had a glass of milk. I'm really impressed. I really don't know what milk tastes like. Do you want to try some? Other than like I've had ice cream, which I think probably is a similar flavor. It's actually, now that you say that, it's very hard to describe what milk tastes like. It's a little... Like watery, uh, yeah, like but watery there, ice cream. With, it's it's watery with a but there's a is it sweet. There's a bit of fatness to it, and it's it's mm. not sweet, but it's not not sweet. I think is the best way I could describe it. I have avoided. It's milk like if you took my entire life. I'm gonna make you just. I don't want to drink milk. It grosses try me out. It. Okay. Okay. Fair. But in in talking about this, we're like, oh, this could be a great agro fact, and something is I, milk agriculture. I think it is right. Yes, it is. It definitely one hundred percent. I will. I will die on this hill. Milk is agriculture. Milk is agriculture. Turkey vultures, on the other hand. Not agriculture. not agriculture and i do want to apologize <laughs> once more <laughs> for putting birds in agriculture that aren't chickens or boilers mm? boilers yep that was a throwback broilers so i looked up how boilers. you oh broilers it's broilers <laughs> it's not boilers you don't boil chicken yeah, you well can. you do if you're making soup right <laughs> but you know <laughs> you don't... Well, anyway okay. so i looked up how you make different kinds of Milk, like one percent, two percent. Right. I think I know how you make milk. Well, (laughs) (laughs) so does Peta. That cow tweet. Yeah. But that's also why we're talking about milk. There was a gross. I don't even want to talk about it. Is a man suckling a pig, but the or a cow, cow. but the cow had adult women breasts (laughs) instead of udders. And Peta was like, "Looks weird, doesn't it?" And I was like, "Yeah, Yeah, because that's not what what cows look like. That's not what it looks like." And grown men, when they drink milk, sure, it's weird, but they're not like breastfeeding off a cow <laughs> sorry okay i'm sure some farmers do though it's probably oh like, no oh they're like yeah they're just like I, I feel like they do if that's what you're into oh it's unpasteurized though i feel like that's bad for you uh in other countries they do that it, yeah though. well so you know so there's some unpasteurized cheese yeah that's true that's agriculture europe um Anyway, I looked up how they separate it, and um, there's centrifugal separation. Yes, they which spin is spin it around. Spin it around yes. at forces as high as five thousand to ten thousand times that of gravity, which is like ten thousand g's. And as it's processed, the milk and fat separate and channel into separate canisters. There's also um, creaming separation where you just well, oh, this is that sounds gross, but you just let it sit and then you skim the. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But, yeah. So, so that's milk. Mm-hmm. 
thanks for listening to us talk about milk. Mm-hmm. Um, two more segments. Yeah, two more real quick. They're both ba- both boo- both baseball. Uh, is it sports this week? We have is booing a guy who left your team for more money when your team wouldn't pay him what he wanted. Sports. Yeah. Bryce Harper went back to Nats Park or whatever the... F- Sorry, I really hate Nationals the Nationals. Park. I Whatever. Oh, my God. He went back to D.C. <laughs> you hate the Bengals? You hate Michigan State? You hate the Nationals? And the Nationals. Okay, is that it? Um, Do you hate any NBA teams? Yeah. Um... I, but I can't remember them. I right feel now. like you only hate like random teams. Like I do. The, I like hate really. That's why I'll only think. No, the Jazz are fine. Um, I kind of hate like the Bucks, the Suns. The Suns. Uh, I don't. Know. Whatever. I'll think about it. I like it comes <laughs> to me. It comes to me in these moments of like these fits of rage where I'm like, oh yeah, I hate that team for no reason. Um, the Mavericks. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I don't like the Mavericks. Um. But anyway, Bryce Harper Bryce Harper went back to DC for the first time as a Philly and um the Nats had a whole tribute video for him and from the minute he was people were aware that he was in the park, they were just booing him. Yeah. Nats fans were just going nuts. And the the Nats also tweeted after his first at bat, I believe. Yes, he struck out. He struck out and they tweeted, "Thank you next." Which is hilarious because then he struck out again, but then he came back and he had a he had a few RBIs, he had a double and then he hit the most insane like 440 bomb, foot 440 foot home run. Just dinger and then did the most incredible bat flip I've ever seen. It wasn't even a flip so much as it was like he took the bat and just like fucking threw it. Like he was like He he it spun so many times it, it just looked like a top. Mm. I was Really into this. The, I, I think the only thing more obnoxious than everybody booing Bryce Harper was everybody getting self-righteous on Twitter being like, oh, like you wouldn't accept a better job. And I'm like, look, fans are going to boo. Like, yeah, fans fans are going to boo. I also I thought it was funny that the Philly the Phillies then tweeted the other Ariana Grande lyrics. They were like, we, <laughs> yeah. we've like been having better discuss whatever the the rest of the thank you next song. Yeah. Like the the Nationals wasted the thank you next thing on the first strikeout, not thinking that it would come back to bite them. Exactly. Like the Phillies got them back. Exactly. Anyways. And but, you know that that had been in the Nats draft since the song came out in November. Yeah. Like that's not. They were waiting cool to anymore. use that. Right. It's a more current song, please. Uh, but I, I don't hate. The booing, if you, the booing is constrained to like a, like there's a polite time to boo yes. and then there's like you can just fucking relax now. Like objectively booing Bryce Harper is a stupid thing for Nats fans to do that much in my opinion because like he was with them for a while. He was their guy and then. But they never, he never like won anything for them. So I can see them being That's true, like, but again, it's a team sport. I'm like. We, right. But I, I could see them being like. Yeah, he was our guy for a few years, but it's not like he's going to go down in the annals of, like, this yeah. guy brought us a chance. It's not like LeBron getting booed when he goes back to Cleveland. Like, right. that would be fucking ridiculous right. if you booed LeBron in Cleveland. Like, he brought you a championship, and without him, you, you would have never had ter- anything. You're terrible now. Like, it's, no it's one a little knows bit, who's on your team. And it's also like Bryce Harper kind of has this kind of, like, bad guy vibe going, you know? Well, especially, he, like, really cemented it with that bat flip. He was like... Yeah, you know, and after the game, he was like, "I was just thinking about the fans in Philly cheering for me on their TVs," and I was like, "Ooh, spicy!" I I do think there is nothing about booing a guy that brings out a pit. Like people love to pontificate, yeah, boo shaming, yeah, and I'm like, uh, yeah, they boo shame, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I thought it was stupid. Like those guys out in um, right field who had the like a bunch of bros wore shirts that spelled out traitor. 
And I was like, you know that those, you know that those guys are the same ones who get drunk at the bar and then like pontificate about free market capitalism. <laughs> I don't. I mean, he went to a team in the same division, though. Like, oh yeah, that is part of it. So I get booing him. I just think like boo him in the fir- at his first at bat and then let it go. Like, get over yourself. Well, also then he just like really embarrassed you. Right. Like so. you can you can only boo so much. Like, have you ever booed at a sporting event? I have. Uh, I booed many times at sporting events. And other, I do it out the of other, love. I boo the other team. Well, yes. You know, course, like, that's I don't, what they're doing. Oh, wait. Right. Sorry. I forgot for a second. <laughs> but, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So I have. Right. It happens. Yankees? But oh, I, my God. You don't boo. Like, you boo when it's chill to boo. Don't boo when, like, a player's, like, hurt and getting carted off the field yes. or something. Like, you boo at your little boo time, and then boo time's over. And then you get over it. Yeah. Yeah. Question. Wait. Question. Yeah. Since you mentioned that. When Juju Smith Juju Smith Schuster mm-hmm. that's a, that's the way yes. to pronounce his name. When he ran over Vontez Perfect, yes. Did you boo when, <laughs> when he was on a stretcher? No, I was watching that game from my house, so I don't generally boo when I'm watching <laughs> football games alone. And I honestly, I didn't feel great about it because he laid out Vontez Perfect, laid him the fuck out, and like Vontez Perfect was unconscious like, but, there, yeah. but there had to be a little part of you that was like yeah you that's what you get that's what you get there was a little part of me that was like Vontez perfect has done this to other players for years i think Vontez perfect is a special case because he has been so if that had been any other player it would have probably been less so but it's also like well i see karma like, I, I, I never want to see a player get hurt, obviously, and I'm not going to wear right. a shirt. Like, Juju has shirts that ha- have, like, Juju, sta- like, standing over him after that block. Not, right. And I, I would never wear that or, like, condone it. But it did seem like a little bit of, you know, a weird – it was just a weird – everything kind of came full circle in yes. that moment. Like, yes. Vontez knocked out AB in the wild card. Juju knocked out Vontez last year, and it was like, huh. Hmm. Right. But I don't. I I don't think I would like. I wouldn't have booed. I wouldn't boo some uh, like a hurt player on the no, on the ground. No, no, no. Yeah, you don't. Even yeah. if he tried to hurt Tom Brady. Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't do like. I jo- I'm like not. Yeah. You sure if you would if you saw Justin Tucker or Michael Strahan right now you wouldn't boo them? <laughs> no. What? Michael? He's like Michael Strahan's like a, the GMA guy now. <laughs> Why would I? But like what? <laughs> be so weird if I put Michael, Michael Strahan Strahan. walked into the SI office and Charlie and was like, boom! <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Brandon? Okay, we're gonna move on. Mike Trout fan club. I think I think we're calling it now the official unofficial Mike Trout fan club. I oh, think that's yeah. I think that's what we, we I like that. Call it. So O U um M F no M T M T F C O O U M T F C unofficial Mike Trout fan club. Sounds like a football team. I it mean soccer. FC. Football. Football. Uh, so he posted an Instagram this week. It was actually a pretty good video. It was him riding a bike, and he has a dog named Juno. Which I love. It's a cute what name. a good name for a dog. Juno Trout. Hmm. So Juno Trout has its own Instagram, and Juno was in the basket of the bike. I believe Mike Trout was riding the bike, although I still am not completely sure what he looks like because he just <laughs> looks like a guy. Um, and he was riding his little bike with a little doggy in the basket. It was so cute. Juno is a really cute dog. Juno I don't Trout. know what kind it is, but it's like this little white fluffy, fluffy puffball. Yeah. And there's some pictures, and like the Instagram is great, and there's some pictures of Juno sitting on Mike's chest. Oh, there's one of Juno in a little pool. Oh, so really Mike Trout dog. has a really good Mike Trout. Did I say Trout? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Juno, like, it would be cool if the dog's name was like 
Mike Jr. Rainbow. <laughs> like rainbow trout. Oh, oh. Or like blue, like blue trout. Oh, yeah, that would have been, been cool. It should have been blue. Rainbow. I mean, Juno's good, but like. Juno's cute. Could have been. But so Mike Trout has a really cute dog, so mm-hmm. we know that. Um, he also posted a couple tweets this week. Um, one says, Oakland with four airplane emojis. <laughs> and then one says, Seattle with four airplane emojis. And then one says, Anaheim with four airplane emojis. You know, what I'm going to say for this, uh, you know, in terms of being fans, which we're huge fans, I think this shows consistency. Yes. I think this shows a guy who has a system for telling you when he's on an airplane. You know exactly and where he is. he sticks to it. He wants his fans to know where he is at which all times. Which I think is really considerate. Also, there was last week um, the commercial for Body Armor yeah. that featured Mike Trout and Andrew Luck dancing, which was funny to me because they are both not known for being, you know, like the most... Um, in- interesting or charismatic is a neck beard yeah which is the really only thing that i andrew luck is a guy who wears a fedora and says m'lady and yeah yeah and as a has a book club which isn't in itself nerdy or or funny it is he it is he went to stanford and has a book club like he's really smart and like that's his reputation that's fine to say well i was just gonna say like i don't think like i don't mean that like i don't I think book clubs are great. And if you have a book club, fantastic. But because it's Andrew Luck who has a book club, it definitely makes him Books are nerdier. lame. Don't read, kids. Oh Listen to podcasts and watch Netflix. Oh. I'm kidding. I read, I Charlotte. But I'm, I'm not going to be like, you. everyone read my book. Like, I'm in a book club. I'm the starting quarterback of the Colts. Like, meh. He's a nerd. It's fine. He's a nerd. He's a nerd. It's not he's like he's a bad guy. He's just a nerd. Yeah. Anyway, well, this they were in a, the Lord they of the Rings fans. They, so were, they okay. were dancing together and wearing, like, 70s disco clothes. Yeah. I don't know what was going on with that, but, you know, it showed some fun. I don't, yeah, I don't know what, I I don't come away with this with any sweeping uh, conclusions about Same. Mike Trout's personality. I came away with it knowing not much more than I knew about Mike Trout in the beginning. I will say what I do know about Mike Trout from this week is that he has a really cute dog, and I like that about him, and I think that's a win. And I like that he, you know, has an Instagram for the dog and is playful with it and puts him in the basket. and Very cute. Yeah. So, thank you, Mike. <sighs> thank you for, we'll, thank you for, we'll for everything you've week. done. <laughs> yeah, post more stuff for us. Yeah. Please. Someone let him know. Tell He's Mike Trout club. to give us more information about himself, please. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, that's what we got for you this week. Yeah. If you, Always. Like, if you like the show, subscribe. Yep. Tell your friends. Tweet at us. Give us five stars. And most the podcast on Twitter. Most valuable podcast on Instagram. And uh, let us know what you think about the hats. Oh, yeah. Tell us which you, tell us hats. which is your favorite hats, and if you're a Pats fan, tell me if you hate it as much as I do. I love the I love the Patriots hat. All right, on brand. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I can't argue with that. Jess, close us out. Let's see.